You wanna hear a good joke? Nobody speak, nobody get choked. Sports fans, it is Friday here on 89.1 KHOL, and Teton Sports Talk is here to bring you a little bit closer to your weekend. I'm your host, Massey Zeman. Trainer is on a guy's trip work retreat to, um, I don't know. He texted me, but I, I totally, totally blanked it out. Spa in Southern California? Um, I think, about right. I, <laughs> I, think it's, I think it's more like a panhandle Florida type situation. Oh, gotcha. gotcha. Yeah. Be careful of that. So tattoos and tank tops in studio tonight. Our producer Adele Smith. How are you, Adele? Doing great. Thanks for bringing me uh, bringing me in the studio. It's great. It's great to have studio guests. We don't get them. We we went without them for a while. We've had some more in. Uh, Morgan Cox is coming next week. I don't know if I'll be able to fit him and four offensive linemen into this room. <laughs> That's going to be a tight squeeze. I'm going to have to spend the night at your house, by the way, but I bet <laughs> you those people, when they go and have a couple of beers, probably have quite a few beers compared to mine. I would I would imagine their tolerance is higher based on weight alone. Just mass. Yes. I looked him up. He gave me a list, and I was like, oh, boy. I mean, I have a certain set of frat skills I can break out every once in a while, but <laughs> might be a little rusty. That, that's for your average size man. <laughs> we have hit a point in sports, sports fans, where there's no more football. It's this time of week. It's like, all right, what get you know? You wake up Monday morning and you think, all right, what am I getting ready for this weekend? Yeah, and you realize that you've got you've got kind of a lull. It's time to dive headfirst into college basketball. I've I've only I've done that just for my UVA fandom, and I was all hyped four in a row, beat two top teams in the ACC, Miami Duke, and then you go on the road to Blacksburg, and you relook at that bubble. You relook at the bubble that Virginia was firmly on the wrong side of. Yep. And then you calculate that Virginia Tech loss, e. and I have to realize that I have to now start. Paying attention to teams I don't care about, and it hurts. Yeah, it does hurt. It's I have what, to watch how many twenty five more days until Selection Sunday. Yeah, and I, I have As to watch today, like is... Virginia play NC State to see if they have a chance at the to make a run of the ACC tournament according to seeding. It's just this is not. Where I want to be. Where I want to be as a Virginia fan. I've right. been here before. This is not unfamiliar territory. Maybe that's why I dread it even more. You think it's worse going in like this, or you think it's going in worse going in number one seed losing to a 16 seed? Well, that doesn't matter. That doesn't matter because we have a redemption story. There's a redemption story here. True. And 30 for 30 still, it must be lost on production, but it's around. It's it's coming out. Trust me, the poster behind you. I, I haven't forgotten 2019. And besides, Virginia was the hottest team going into the NCAA tournament in 2020, so I think we'll probably hang a banner for that, too. Might as well. Hottest team going into the tournament. We yeah. have, what, six regular season games left? Yes. Yeah. And Duke is one We're going to need to win those. We're going <laughs> to pencil that in for a must-win. This is a message from me, Adele, to you, Tony Bennett. We're going to need to win those games. So there's no football. No football. Oh, wait. Before we get into the, our Super Bowl recap, how did you do during football season, up or down? Up. How much up? The first up three units, actually. This is the first you season like that we've sounded like a complete badass in... using units, by the way. That was a complete... Well, you can't say how much you bet. That's so tacky. You know? You have I to know, say, but like, you just one... said units, and you used it in a sentence, 
And I don't know what that means, but it sounded <laughs> sweet. Can you define a unit for the? It's the amount me? that you place like on a typical bet. I mean, I, don't quote me on this here, people. I'm very amateur sports better. Not in the state of Wyoming. This is. Oh, actually, I can't bet, bet in the state of Wyoming now, Kena. Yeah. Either way, it's illegal. We ended up uh, doing very well because my forever optimistic husband put a bet on the Georgia, as he does every single year to win the national championship and he put a bet on the braves to win the world series which he does every year like a five dollar or something bet and here we are he parlayed he parlayed the <laughs> the braves uh the bulldogs and matt stafford yeah. he was like no i got a yeah. good feeling, feeling about, about this one stafford here <laughs> yeah. frat stafford i'm glad all those pictures reemerged. just just a king among kings and that was just before social media blew up and you're like i can take a picture it's not like it's gonna last forever and then 15 years later matt stafford was like oh those pictures still exist huh <laughs> they re- no not everyone's iphones got destroyed in a in a, some sort of tragic accident right someone uh, saved their digital camera from the 2000 yeah 2000s. someone still has got that that what did it, memory you, cards yeah the memory cards thank you for all of those listening that might not remember in order to get pictures of your social events, someone had to carry not only a their cell phone keys and wallet to a party, but also a, a camera, and then take that camera when they're done with the party, go through the pictures, upload them to your computer, and then upload them to the internet. And in that time... As they plug their computer into the wall for the internet. Yes. They We're have to have an internet connection here. We're talking about ancient times here. So, <laughs> the fact that these pictures still exist is remarkable. It's a, it's, a, it's remarkable because no... How and if, and if you don't know phone... what we're talking about, we're talking about Matt Stafford, obviously quarterback of the Rams. Uh, a bunch of pictures from his uh, Georgia fraternity days have surfaced since his not everyone, Super Bowl run. Not everyone <laughs> pays attention to Super Bowl quarterbacks' social media, social media presence. So weird. <laughs> Are we not amongst friends here? <laughs> um, yes, and they're epic, and he looks cool, and it's it's awesome. And the the fact they still exist on a memory card. Someone someone was like, wait a minute, remember that spring break we spent with Matt Stafford and went digging through their junk drawer? Yeah. They're like, this is it. And then they sold them to some media outlets. Perfect. Here we are. And here we are. And now we have Tom Brady texting Matt Stafford, maybe mix it in water there, bro. Oh, that was my quote. That was one <laughs> oh, of my sorry, quotes. Sorry, no, sorry. no, no. Talk we'll get away. there. We'll Too get good. there. Um Super Bowl recap. Super Bowl recap. If you are these two fan bases, maybe I won't give a Super Bowl recap. At this point, if You've probably listened to all the shows. So I'm going to give you advice, Bengals fans and Rams fans, and tell you where you stand in this world. Bengals fans, cope however you need to cope. Look at those screenshots. Look at the ref missed calls and get mad. and get Process. Process. Blame the refs. Get stoked that you're underneath the salary cap and you're telling yourself you're going to get an offensive line. You're going to make it back to the Super Bowl. Completely ignore the fact that Josh Allen exists, that yep. Justin Herbert exists, yep. that Patrick Mahomes exists, exist. Lamar Jackson and one of the more stable franchises in the Ravens exist, and the fact that Bill Belichick still exists in the <laughs> AFC. I need you to ignore all of that and focus on the fact that you made it to the Super Bowl despite all that, and you can feed off that feeling for about a decade. Oh, right. That's good. You're good, Bengals fans. Don't worry. Hope is here. And there's um, the fact that the Bengals' ownership is kind of getting phased out for the next generation. Is it? I don't know about the Bengals' ownership at all. Um, all I know about the is daughters, about Joe Burrow. 
Um, the daughter's taking over and she's learning how to spend money and market where the other guy just pinched pennies. They don't even have an, they're the only NFL team that does not have an indoor practice facility. <laughs> In Cincinnati? In Cincinnati. Interesting. The University of East Tennessee at Memphis has an indoor <laughs> practice facility. So, well, you know, football's different in the South, Massey. And if you're a Rams fan, for all um, Baker's dozens of you right, out there's there, there's at least a thousand. Um, you're the first team to go all in and buy yourself a Super Bowl for a city that doesn't care. That's so true. You should feel really good about that. And I have some stats on that. Too, you can you can look forward to your first round draft pick in 2024. So you have plenty of things to be like, this is a dynasty with a bunch of aging players that we won't be able to afford to play. Right. Pay, excuse me. And if Sean McVay doesn't retire. Well, Sean McVay, (laughs) yeah, Sean McVay is like, I'm getting burnt out. You know, maybe I'll go be on TV for twice the amount of money and do half the work. And people are like, why would you do that? You're like, is he getting married this summer? He might. He's still young, though. There's no way he's not going to coach. But good for him for using some leverage, being like, I could get paid double the amount of money half the work yeah aaron donald the star of the super bowl um defensive star of the super bowl i won't take anything away from cooper cup and matt stafford that no look pass was great aaron donald said he's gonna people were saying well he aaron donald said he's gonna retire it's like no he's gonna get paid he's the fifth highest paid defensive lineman in the league and he's like clearly i'm the best defensive lineman in this league all the metrics somebody Okay, I'm going to quote a list I saw with numbers next to it, and those numbers were greater than everybody else's numbers, which made Aaron Donald look like the best defensive player. Gotcha. And that's what's imprinted on my brain. This this screenshot in your head? Yeah. Aaron Donald's number greater than everybody else's number. And for the last 10 years, he's been the greatest defensive lineman in the league. So he threatens retirement. And Sean he doesn't Mc- get paid the most? He does not get paid the most. And they, re- they threaten retirement just to put the squeeze on L.A., but – I don't know how LA pays all these guys or keeps keeps this team together. I think it's called Facebook Meta Tech Startups. Oh, oh, I was like, yeah, people do connect on Facebook frequently, but it's <laughs> yeah, now the boomer generation. The, the LA money that pays for this, right? The tax dollars they're raking in from the metaverse. From all the what have you? Do you pay taxes in the metaverse? <sighs> I bet you they I mean, do. Probably they like, probably collect money from you in the metaverse. They just they collect your DNA and your money and your firstborn, first your, unborn child. Right, exactly. Everything they need. Okay, so maybe, maybe LA's in a little better shape than I thought. So congratulations, LA. Your parade was pathetic. Super pathetic. Um, Do you know the length of their parade? Yeah, I saw that it was about a mile long. Mile long. And I thought to myself, oh, that's pathetic. But then I thought to myself, they can't spread it out any further. So whoever made the parade said not anyone's going to show up so we need to condense everybody into a mile if you saw atlanta on their parade people were hanging from overpasses <laughs> and climbing up trees to try to figure out how they could get a glimpse of any of the brace players and just everyone what also didn't help is that everyone has their shirts off it looks sunny and nice it's like why is it why aren't more people in the sunny, nice, warm sunshine. Because you have to take like the 405 to the 102 underneath the underpass at a certain time. Can't it's like be bothered. People can't get there. It's too sprawled. Can't be bothered. Parking's bad. Parking's bad. You know, no one, LA's just, you know, bad sports town. Well documented. Well documented bad sports town. In fact, that's it, another one of my. Uh, it wasn't even in the top 10 viewership. They did, you know, they always do the Super Bowl viewership numbers. Local market. 
A viewership highest percentage? Guess. Uh, Red Top Wyoming. Cincinnati, obviously. Number one. L.A. didn't even make it in the top ten of people watching the Super Bowl. That doesn't shock me at all. No. I can't. busy watching whatever. Real Housewives. Baywatch? Exactly. It could be. Baywatch is still a thing? I don't even know. Let's huddle up. Huddle up. The huddle. We do it. Every single week, the huddle is the good news of the week, the critical number of the week, something you are stuck on, your quote slash question of the week. Adele, what is your good news of the week? Oh, are we starting good news? We can start. How, how do you want to start? You're flipping all these pages. I see some highlighters. There, you have print. You have access to a printer? I do. Oh. I saw a great idea the other day, speaking of printers. Ones that work? They make one that just prints. That just prints your papers. Every time. It's crazy. I printed off a document the other day just on envelopes. <laughs> And I was like, okay, great. We're 30 pages in and 30 envelopes. With like The rest of the ink is just sitting on the tray. I'm like, yeah. oh, okay, here we go. I mean, it's like we have virtual reality, but half the printers in the world don't work. It doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense. Good news. Okay, I'll start with good news of the week. Um, this is my show, by the way. Just it's a format <laughs> thing. Okay. Well, you know, Big, there's, there's, little, there's room for improvement. Just throwing it out there. Little brother syndrome. I'm talking to my therapist about it. Um, all right. This is going to give you a clue. Feel the rhythm, feel the rhyme. Olympics are going on. Not sure whether anyone in the U.S. noticed, but the four-man Jamaican bobsled team is making its first appearance in the Winter Olympics since 1998. Great news. When did that movie come out? I thought mm. it came bef- before 98. It did. Uh, but they. But this isn't. that wasn't the last time. They, they've taken a break since 1998. They were like, hey, we had some, we had a good push there after cool runnings. And- yeah, we got some funding and now we're back to uh, not being able to qualify or something, I'm sure. That's so great. It's so great to see a Caribbean country be like, you know what? We have a little bit of presence in the Olympics and, and feel the rhythm, feel the rhyme, get on up as bobsled time. Right. If you don't know that phrase, it's the rallying crowd of a generation. Get behind it. Yes. <laughs> Okay. Just like Eminem and Dr. Dre were at halftime. Exactly. It was like, it was like man, no, none of this old stuff anymore. It's time for the new guys to come in. That's right. I love the fact that our generation is now taking creative control of a lot of different things. And we've mentioned it on the show before, but right. the phase out on Thursday night football is usually like Fish or Grateful Dead or Widespread Panic. And we're like, yes, somebody's on the ones and twos <laughs> that gets it. Well, I know. And we have talked about it where it's finally people that are, you know, mid-30s. We're saying, let's play our jams, you know, and it's speaking to me. As a mid-30s housewife, Super Bowl halftime show, all of my friends, is that the best halftime show we've ever seen? I was like, wait a minute. And we know exactly who they're marketing to. It's us. It's us. It's our turn. And yeah. instead of being embarrassed that it's our turn that I've seen a lot online, I'm proud of it. I'm pumped. I'm like, hey, somebody's making a bunch of money playing, putting Dr. Dre on my screen. I love it. I would much rather hear hot jams and not hot jams. I mean, the Rolling Stones are still around. Still but, hot jams. Still but. hot jams. But how many times can I hear Beast of Burden before I'm like, you know what? Maybe something new. Maybe something we need to hear something else. And I th- feel like Kendrick Lamar might have bridged the gap to the viewership below us age-wise. Right. And I can't say I know a single Kendrick Lamar song, which is embarrassing probably. But, I mean. When he started rapping, I was like, I don't I don't know him. <laughs> Did a quick Google search, and I was like, that makes sense. We better we better mix in a, mix <laughs> yeah. in a younger generation. Someone thing. young. Yep. Because when Eminem came on stage, I was like, man, not the bleach blonde hair and you got a beard. What happened to Slim Shady? <laughs> Stand up. Come yeah. On. The kids in the room were like, did he say spaghetti? <laughs> uh, your kid actually said that. 
He did. Quote of the week. He said, said spaghetti. He said spaghetti. I'm like, not now. Not now. I'm on my JV basketball warm-up song, and I can't have you <laughs> speaking over Lose Yourself, Ward. Right. My good news of the week, Eli Apple, um, cornerback for the Bengals, is getting absolutely roasted online. And although I do feel bad for you Bengals fans, Eli Apple had it coming. He had two touchdowns scored against him more than any other quarterback, cornerback in Super Bowl history. He just takes so many shots online at different receivers and fan bases. And he made the Saints fan base mad. And I'm just ride or die Saints these days because we have no other things to cheer for. But if we ever are able to stomp on a man while he's down, Eli Apple's the easiest one. I'll take it. W. Is he a presence online? I don't know anything about the Bengals cornerback. Um, he is a presence online. He talks a lot of trash and, and he gets burned a lot. But he kept winning, so it didn't matter. And right. now he's just getting absolutely roasted. Tyreek Hill roasted him. Uh every every single Saint online roasted him. Great stuff. Good to see good to see a man in pain that caused me pain to go down. How about that? <laughs> Some Classic rivalries. Love yeah. it. <laughs> I win, Eli Apple loses. That's right. What is your critical number of the week, Adele? Oh, gosh. Let me <laughs> get through my papers here. Um, 6,214. Olympic athletes at the Winter Olympics. No. The average cost of a ticket to the past five Super Bowls. Is that not insane? I saw some tickets this this week. Not this week. This Super Bowl that were well above that, like nosebleeds sitting yeah, in, sitting in the, the five five thousand seven thousand dollar mark. This is five thousand three hundred ninety seven dollars, the lowest price of a Super Bowl ticket on the resale market three days after the conference championship this year, which is actually a thirty percent decrease from twenty twenty one. But still, so nobody's paying less than five thousand dollars for a ticket. I mean, I guess if you get them years in advance, I don't know. Well, there. I mean, there. I guess there is that you can buy them years in advance. Because five thousand dollars for a ticket, I, I, that that surprises me that fans are willing to pay that much for. It also shocks me. I mean, maybe because this is the college football in me. I'm like, isn't there like a diehard fan rate? Kind of like there's a student student rate for right. college games. Like, right. can't you just say I've been a yes. season ticket holder for Cincinnati for thirty years? Can I have yes fifty yard that. line? Maybe just give him one end zone. Right. Instead, it goes to like Kanye in a full mask or, you know. The who's who of the Bieber Super Bowl. With no shoes on. <laughs> what? Anyway. Bieber didn't have his shoes on? He was like walking in the stadium with his shoes in his hand or something, you know. Celebs. Um, It's very funny. Bieber's like, yeah, I used to be a dreamy teen teen singer. And now he's like, I'm trying to look as homeless as possible. He's doing a good job. I really lo- love my neck tattoo and my, my stained cigarette teeth. I think right. that's. I think that's what the ladies are going to love. He's married now. Married man. He is a married man. Um, Kanye, with a face mask on, um, his cries for attention are being heard. <laughs> they are. All across the internet. Concerned. Everyone is real. Medium. <laughs> me, me. I'm not personally concerned for him, but people are medium concerned for him. Well, just Kanye, just from one man to another, just take the meds. <laughs> just take the meds. Just get, just get, get, your, get your act under control. But that's not what he's about, you know. He's about staying loose, staying relevant, staying. Who was out sitting there. next to him? I forget who was sitting next to him, but I feel like he had the most uncomfortable. They, they showed him on the jumbotron. He was like, "And hello, I'm sitting next to Kanye." Oh, it was no, it wasn't. It was Antonio Brown. Yes. Okay, so 
I'm he talking was about the person. heard at the Super Bowl saying, this mask is so uncomfortable. I shouldn't have worn this. This is so hot. Can I take it off now? And whoever, his publicist or whatever he was talking to was like, you're going to have to keep it on. We still have time. My God. You can't transition now. The PR is like, no, the mask stays. Kanye is oh, like, yeah. no, this is a serious mistake. I can't see a thing. Yeah, I paid. Exactly. I paid fifty thousand dollars for my club level seats. <laughs> my critical number of the week is two point four million, and this is my Ooh. opportunity to trash the Cowboys. Two point four million was paid out over some voyeurism allegations to a one doll Rimple. Now, ex-Cowboys staffer who was some sort of VP. Mm-hmm. Um, basically, the old guard is of the creepy old men are getting pushed out of the NFL. This was a confidential out-of-court settlement. I have no idea how it came to light, but the bigger story here is not just creepy old men being creepy old men and they should get the pantsuit off them for that. But I think these are more email fallouts or confidentially things coming from the probe that the NFL is doing into the now commies email server. Could be. So that's how Gruden, did, that's though? how Gruden got a hit. That's how Gruden emails got surfaced. That's why Congress is asking for the emails to see what other things are, are going down amongst the league that they don't know. So I feel like this is more of the slow leak of whoever is leaking this stuff to try to get the bigger fish to bite. Wait, when you say commie email leak, do you mean the Washington football team? Okay. Okay, just checking. Let's um, clarify. It's not a political podcast. <laughs> yes, I was like, why? But the, I will point out that a, a Washington, D.C. team did take their the opportunity to call themselves the Commodores, which quickly got to commies. Thank you, Dan Snyder. And Dan Snyder. Yeah. Well, it's Dan Snyder's wife. She runs the team. Right, 100%. <laughs> Uh, yeah, the old man was uh, shocking. Jerry Jones surprises, uh, surpri- surrounds himself with creepy old men. Uh, he was videoing the Dallas Cowboy cheerleaders in the locker room changing clothes. Like, ridiculous. Stuff. How blatant is that? Right. After he'd already been in trouble for taking pictures of them, like, in like a weird upskirt moment. I don't know. Very scandalous. Inappropriate. He should have probably paid more money. Yeah. I would ask. I would have. I would ask for twenty four. Yeah, take me to the bank. Yeah, that was about four hundred thousand dollars per per complaint. So that's not that's not enough. <laughs> it's not enough. Him. Take him take him off for all his, all his work. Throw him in jail. Okay. What? Is, <laughs> moving on from all that. <laughs> let's just don't worry. We'll bash the Cowboys a little further. There's all the good thing about the Cowboys is even if we don't stop talking about bashing, they always give us. More reasons to make fun of them. Oh, it's just a matter of the news it's cycle. It's just a matter of time. It's like, has the Super Bowl ended? Yeah. Blast some Cowboy stuff. Yeah, perfect. What is your stuck on this week, Adele? Who stuck on? Shuffle my papers here. I am stuck on, have you heard the name? I'm going to butcher this. Camilla Valieva. No. Oh, Massey. Have you not been following the Olympics? No, I'm not. Oh, my gosh. I've watched, I've watched some... Uh, the one jump ski thing where they just go down there and do about 10 flips and 10 twists. And that is the most electric thing I've seen. Incredible. The bigger like slope style. We have been glued to the Olympics this year, but um, Valieva is the, I believe she's 15 years old. Please don't quote me on any of this um, America, but she was in a competition in December and then shocking. She skis for Russia and mm. she was caught doping. Um, 
They even they start him young over they there. They do. So loophole, she's under 16, so she can't be charged or whatever, so she's still allowed to skate. She won the gold medal for the Russian uh, pair skating team. They came back with gold, and then she was accused of doping. Then she was cleared, and so now she gets to skate, and she I think she's in first place for the short program as of this podcast being uh, – Wait, didn't we, we had a we had a runner in the United States over the summer that smoked weed after her mom's funeral and couldn't run? Exactly, huge uh, controversy about that because obviously it's Russia. They're already in trouble for systematic state-sponsored doping program, and she's tested positive for a banned substance December twenty-fifth, and then it was overturned, and now it's. Um, because she's so young, they're still letting her skate. It's a whole controversy. All the other Olympians that are in skating are upset about I can't say speak for all the Olympians, but um You know, you can. Here on Teton Sports Talk, you are the mouth of I the am, United States. I am Tara Lipinski. Um right. So it's a controversy because A, she's young. I mean, do I was she thinking on her own free will? Should I go take these uh, she's accused of taking this heart medication that she blames on getting mixed up with her. Oh, my grandfather takes that heart medication. That must Putin be why. Putin was like, just, just tell, blame your grandfather. <laughs> I, got it, I got it from here. Right. We'll invade so, Ukraine. People will forget all about this. I can't be mad at her personally, not that I'm mad at her personally, but it's also like, when is the corruption of all the this stuff going to end? Probably never, but it's like, come on. You made a good point earlier is that they can't even fly their own flag. They're called the Russian Olympic team or something like that. Right. So they're already underneath the microscope and they were like, well, you know, she's young enough where they found a loophole and they exploited it. And now she still gets to skate and win a gold medal. Their punishment, if she wins a medal, is that they don't get to have a medal ceremony. But she's clearly doping. It's a medication that increases your heart and your ability to absorb oxygen or your stamina. It's like. Where were these drugs when I was trying to recover from shoulder surgery? I called my doctor about these drugs, and he was like, I'm not giving you drugs. And I was like, I'm going to have to find a better way. He's like, go to to PT. And I was like, okay, all right, fine. You should exercise more. Yeah. Um, Have you heard of a band? So, yeah, that's where we are in the Olympics. Uh Metal count. Same we're stuff, not, different day. We're not. We're metal not. Metal count. Let. Funny you should bring that up. I have this right here. This oh. is as of this morning, though, but. As of right now, it's another day in Canada. The puck has dropped about puck is about to drop for yeah. uh, Canada, Canada USA. USA gold medal. Women's hockey. Women's hockey. Men are out. Not surprising. Men can't do organized sports for their country. Have you seen our soccer program? <laughs> Have you seen our women's soccer program? Dominant men's totally. soccer program. They're like, yeah. eh. well. Also, the NHL isn't allowing a break for NHL players. I think there's only five NHL players in on the. U.S. men's hockey team this year. It'd really help if they uh, they got some of those guys. Right. Yeah. The best hockey players in the world. Maybe you guys should participate. But NHL, not about that. About the money. Um, United States. This was as of this morning, which this is going to air on Friday. So this is going to be bad data at that point. But uh, we're at 19. Germany's at 20. Shall I mention the ROC? Probably not. Uh, Norway's at 28. It's funny, though, when I look this up, USA Today Bloomberg, uh, a few of the other ones didn't even list the Russian, uh, what is it? Doesn't ROC. count. They don't even list them on there. So the U.S. is in third, according to some media outlets, but really we're in fourth right now. Doesn't yeah. Count. Barry Bonds, not in the Hall of Fame. Russia, not at, not actually at the Olympics. Right. Exactly. So we're not doing as poorly as we were at the beginning. 
Norway making a comeback. We're going to need to look into that because they Speed are crashing. Skating. Well, Norway pretty wintry there. If I if I know Norway like I know Norway, right? Big trees, a lot of snow. True. A lot of Olympic athletes. And think about that pool. You're like, okay, you skate ski to school every single day. Which one of you are the best? Right. We'll take the top 10 from each school and we'll figure out who's the best at skate skiing. And your oh, ancestors and- skate skied to like hunt animals and you, and you have a good shot to get, a, you know, it's like it's in their, it's in their genetics. It's in their like training. It's in their focus. It's in there. They get paid. You know, it's like everything lines up for Norway to be dominant at winter. We need to get all our athletes. winter winter athletes from northern Minnesota and Maine. Like right. you, you chop wood pretty well. I bet you can shoot a rifle. How do you get to school? <laughs> snowmobile, ditch the snowmobile. We'll get you on a pair of skis. That's how you're going to get to school. Start training. Start training. Right. <laughs> how old are you? Fifteen. Well, there has been debate about steroids. this point. It you know you ask why are other countries doing better in the U.S. or the Winter Olympics than the U.S. is, but. It's like our Olympians, in, unless they're in school, they have jobs. They have family. They're, you know, they're not just training. You think an Olympian in a dictator-run country is doing anything but training for the Olympics? No. That's a good point. That's it's also like a very good point. They're just training. It's like, hey, what are you going to do for work today? Well, I got a couple I of train. meetings, and then after that, I'm going to go train. Right. Hey, uh, you from the Urals, what are you going to do today? I'm going to go train, train for Russian Olympics. And I was Olympics. plucked out of middle school at. 10 years ago and all I've done is train. Is there any vein there? Part of me wants to blame basketball because we blame basketball for not having a good soccer program. Is it okay to blame basketball for not having a good winter sports program? Cause everyone's inside playing basketball. Yes. Okay. Fair. LeBron James, this is your fault. Obviously. Uh, my stuck on was LA's LA is a bad football town. Half their stadium was sold out for the NFC championship to SF fans. They won the Super Bowl. The parade route was a mile long. And I was going to compare it to Atlanta. We already did that. So I'm going to allow you to move. We're going to move right along to the quote slash question of the week. What do you got? Uh, oh, question of the week, quote of the week. Oh, this was the one I hadn't gotten yet. Oh, well. Um, this is my question for you. Oh, boy. Zero Super Bowl titles for the Bengals. One of only a dozen NFL franchises that have never won a Super Bowl. What are the – how many can you name? Teams that have never won a Super Bowl. Browns. Fun. Okay, I'm going to go through the divisions there. Browns, Vikings, they've come close. I'm like, these are just... Are you um, looking Are you looking at the, the list right now, or are you depending on me to know this? <laughs> no, I'm looking at the list. Okay, good. But it's just it's graphics radio. of their it's just, the icons of their mascot. Okay, let me, okay I'm going to take a little quick little <laughs> peek over there. You have one circled and you have a question next to you got another. three. <laughs> so, Browns, Vikings, Bengals... Falcons, Texans, Titans. How many do I have left? Chargers, Raiders. No, they've won some. They won some with John Madden. Um, Lions, Dolphins, Lions, uh, Jaguars, Panthers, Bills, Cardinals. Those are the other ones. Twelve. I was gonna get there. I was. You just. I had eight. I didn't even made it to the four I think Super had Bowls. Four, Massey. That's pathetic. How sports the, talk show is this? You cut me off. This is another little brother, <laughs> big sister thing. Yeah, get to it. Here I had me. it. I was peeking over the Panthers. Did we miss anybody? No, but that's, I mean, 12, that's way more than I thought there were going to be. I just remember the Saints 
the when they kicked the field goal to beat the Vikings in the NFC Championship, they said, "Hell's frozen over, pigs have flown, the sand's going to the Super Bowl." And I was like, "Yes, yes." And then that list, once I got removed, Katrina watched the curse away. Once I got removed from that list, I looked down my nose at those franchises who have won a Super Bowl. I'm like, "Oh, you guys, <laughs> I don't even want a Super Bowl." <laughs> How good could they? How good could the Falcons be? They haven't won a Super Bowl. Yeah, Matt Ryan, Hall of Famer. Yeah, right. Um, my next question of the week. I have two. Well, why don't you go with yours? I'm running the show okay, here. Okay, I'm gonna. Sorry, sorry. You finish your quote slash questions. That was my question. For you're, you. you hijacked the segment. Question. Yeah. Okay. What is going on here? What's another question? Uh, how many teams have ever played in their own stadium for the Super Bowl? Two. Yeah. <sighs> Tampa Bay last year, L.A. this year. L.A. is the only one to have played an NFC championship or a conference championship and a Super Bowl in their home stadium. That's correct. Ding, ding, ding. Got any more brain busters for me? Busters for me? Chlorophyll. Um, More like borophyll. My quote was from Tom Brady. I think it's worth discussing. When When he saw Matt Stafford on the television chugging beers and smoking cigars, Tom Brady tweeted, mix in the water, Matt. Dot, dot, dot. Trust me. <laughs> Which somehow stole the show. And everyone was like, remember that boat parade through downtown Tampa where Tom Brady was throwing the Lombardi Trophy over River? Which the Lombardi Trophy would have sank to the bottom and never <laughs> never been seen again. Or all the tax dollars to go recover the Lombardi <laughs> Trophy at the bottom of whatever river that was. Was electric. And he, had, he even had the most electric tweet after the picture came out of him getting kind of held up a little bit. And it said... Must have had too much avocado tequila, and avocado and tequila were all capitalized in lowercase, and it looked like he was drunk tweeting. (laughs) And it's like, Tom, how do you just gracefully (sighs) smooth out, smooth yourself? You made yourself probably the most electric thing about that parade was Tom Brady commenting on it. (laughs) Yeah. And then Matt Stafford's wife saying, "Um," or whatever her tweet was, you should have given him that advice yesterday or 24 hours ago. Also, Brad Stafford, we talked about it earlier, top of the show. Did you see the pictures, too, that came out from either they took him to Disney World, not after the parade or after the Super Bowl or something, but it was a whole. Who was this? Twitter thread of it was like, look at the Rams parents with their kids at Disneyland. It was like the day. I think it was Monday after the Super Bowl. And it was just all of them just. Eyes closed, just so tired, couldn't stand up. Like Everyone's sleeping against fun. a pole. They're like, is this some sort of tortured making Rams parents take their kids to Disney World the day after the Super Bowl? Could you imagine? Oh, gosh. Hey, I want to go over here. It's like, you know what? Here's just a thousand bucks. Just yeah. go. I'll pick you I'll pick you up here in an hour. Yeah. Matt Stafford said he left Drake's house at four AM. You can't then you had to go to Disney World with your kids or Disneyland, sorry, whichever one's in California. Winning a Super Bowl in downtown Hollywood has to be sweet. Sweet, I'm sure. It's like who's after party going to? It's not somebody's random Airbnb. I guess Drake probably has a house in LA. It's like, hey Matt, want, do you just get a text from Drake that's like, Hey, wanna come to the after party at my house? Yeah, how does that go down? I don't I don't know. We need to know, we need an insider on who is going to what, not to what party, but how it's all organized. Right. How the logistics work of, hey, when they're done winning the Super Bowl, I need them an escort uh, car or police escort or escort car sounds bad. Driver. Driver provider. Right. No free ads. Uber. Uber. Oh, no free ads. Sorry. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) 
Uber doesn't need our help. Please. Um, they might. But yeah, like you just send a black car service over there and, and someone picks you up and is like, hey, where are we going? Like, you're going to Drake's house. It's like, sick. Right. You think Drake was already having a party? Or you think Drake's we having won a the party? Super Bowl. Yeah, you're probably right. Drake's Canadian. He so, roots for every team. You're right. True. He's just a band. He didn't, I don't know if he wore any LA gear. He has, he has a curse. Whenever he wears your team's gear, they end up losing the championship. Well, he's worn half the team in the I mean, half the teams in the country's gear at this point. There's you, pictures of him with gear on for every. I guess, in his defense, he's a sports fan, so he goes to a lot of sporting events. But he always has on the team's gear, so it's like, who do you really root for, Drake? Toronto. Toronto Raptors. The Maple Leafs. Maple Leafs. Hmm. Are they in Toronto? Sounds legit. I don't know. The Canadian Bacon's. All right, moving on. My quote of the week besides Tom Brady was Sean McVay into his headset before Aaron Donald rushed Joe Burrow and forced him into an incomplete pass on fourth and one to effectively win the game. He just said, Aaron Donald is going to make a play. And he did. And I don't know. That's just such a serendipitous moment where I'm sure it happens on the sideline all the time. But to have that soundbite overlapped with Aaron Donald just causing absolute mayhem. Right. On the on the line of scrimmage, electric electric Super Bowl moment for the thousand LA Rams that care, fans that care, <laughs> whole dozen of them. Yeah, it is electric. And sh- I thought you were going to say when you said a Sean McVay quit when he didn't he get up he got up on the <laughs> announcer stand or something. How do how do you feel or whatever it was? And he says, I feel like I need a beer. <laughs> yeah, isn't like, it yeah. great? Let's just revel in parades here. Being the par- from a parade heavy family. There are no rules. There's no rules when you're in a parade. It's like they've shut down the streets and the police are escorting you wherever you want to go. Right. And it doesn't matter. Those those ticky-tack rules of open containers. Yeah. And they're the GM of the Rams had an explicit F, those first-round draft picks, but it spelled it out on his chest. And it's like, the GM, the GM's getting in on this. Right. When you are in the parade, you are the entertainment. And whatever way you want to be entertaining – it is acceptable, so you better take it to the max. Do you That's have, your responsibility. Do you have one NFL player that you would like to celebrate a Super Bowl with? I mean, Joe Burrow, obviously. Matt Stafford seems like a good time. I can give you mine. That's a great question. I think Chris Long would be a heck of a good hang. Oh, my gosh. I mean, I love Chris Long. UVA grad. Hysterical. Very very funny. Come He's on. a good one. I would have never said Tom Brady until the Tampa Bay – boat parade really yeah. brought out a different side of him i would not want to party with lebron james he does not seem fun no it'd be all about him jr smith seems like a good time i think he started the shirt off process and because they they had to parade in downtown cleveland in june <laughs> and he was like my shirt is coming off he's like we're partying down right i mean gronk obviously yeah i'm trying easy. to think of the parades i've seen in the last week i don't really watch the parades that often but your chipper jones footy Reggie Chipper Jones would be probably be smoking some cigars, drinking some whiskey. That's right. Not that he ever won anything. But, he, you know. He might have. I can't keep up with the Braves. You can't? We only watch 161 to 162 games a year at our house. Well, it's one thing, is, is I know where the Braves' knowledge is. This is how my brain works. I commit nothing to memory. I just remember where I've written everything down or who knows best. And I know that Dawson knows. So if I ever have any Braves, Perfect. anything, I'm just like, wow. He what Chipper was in the news today actually because the Braves aren't giving Freddie Freeman the contract that he wants. So Chipper came out and was like, "Freddie's not happy." So we'll see what happens. Chipper Jones on the player side. Well, Chipper and Freddie are 
good buddies. Well, here's the thing, uh, and this is more baseball talk than I intended on doing, but it doesn't— Pitchers s- and catchers report this week, Massey. Do they report—nice. <laughs> <Completely, laughs> We're back. I just was completely <laughs> stunned there. I have no there. idea. If they are or not, that's what you always say in the spring. <laughs> The pitcher, you could you could have told me pitchers and catchers reported no in December, and I'd be like, really? I think I've seen that's I've seen yeah that timeline no checks idea. out. It's been three weeks since they I've seen baseball, but do they? So since there is a lockout, are they reporting? At what point does the labor not show up? Uh, I think it's when the paychecks are supposed to come in, right? I have no idea. I would love a a sport in which they're like, hey, this is your warm up time. All the rookies. And people that want contracts come and play in these hot, sunny places because it's winter everywhere. So come play in Tampa Bay like the Yankees Arizona. or Arizona. And the vets are like, yeah, we'll come too. And they just play golf for, for 15 days straight. Right. They probably get paid to do it. They get out there, they stretch. I love baseball stretching. You <laughs> lay down and you cross your leg over and touch your opposite hand. They're like, oh, I'm warming up down oh, here. Even the I? stretching is laying down. Yeah, you're just like, man, <laughs> these guys, they chose the right sport. Oh, exactly. Kyler Murray, take notes. <laughs> you can be short and good at a sport. Right. All right, so let's let's change gears here. That's enough baseball talk. Let's talk college basketball. Like we said earlier, we're not all the way. We our focus has been blurry over the past week. Right. It's hard to focus. We have Olympics, we have Super Bowl, we have NFL playoffs, we have now we're diving in. Now it's about the time college so, basketball begins. I can I'll, I'll list some of the top 25 teams here um and tell you what I know about them. Uh let me give you the top 5 here. Number 1 Gonzaga, number 2 Auburn, number 3 Arizona, number 4 Kentucky, and number 5 Purdue. Gonzaga has a basically the core of their team from last year. Good, yeah. Um, I can give you their names. One has a handlebar mustache and celebrates a little too much. Celebrating the final four down 20 by rubbing his mustache. That guy's still there. What about the guy with the flow and the headband? Um, I don't <laughs> This is how much we know about Gonzaga. And I know that there's a very skinny, tall freshman that can shoot and has a handle. Huh. So that's what you need to know about Gonzaga at this point. Digging in deep here. Real deep. Real analytics. Auburn's got the number one draft pick. Bruce Pearl got to sign a lifetime contract. They're in great shape. Arizona. But they where, lost to Arkansas. They were number one, right? And then they lost to Arkansas. And Arkansas, I, I my understanding is that they're taking a uh they're they're on a heater. Thinks what the, the people call a heater right now. Never leave the table when you're on a heater. Gus Bus is uh really heating up. Auburn, yeah, number one draft pick. They're really stinging good. Wouldn't be surprised to see them in the final four. Arizona, I know nothing about. They play in the Pac-12. USC is kind of good. They probably beat them. The rest, what it looks like is Big Ten, Big 12, and the SEC. Uh, Kentucky, when are they not good? Seems like a pretty reoccurring thing. The difference this year with Kentucky is that their one-and-dones came back because of COVID, and they they actually have a couple vets this year. So you're seeing some vet leadership mixed in with some enormous raw talent. Purdue, shooters all over the place. They can shoot the ball. That's what you need. Well, did you know about the ACC this year? Harold itself is the premier basketball conference in the country. Besides number seven, Duke, the only other ACC team to have been ranked in the top 25 this season, North Carolina, number 18 in the second poll of the season, but then lost two pre-seasons, pre, 
Or no, they lost two in a row. Yeah, so ACC is a poor showing this year. Trash. I think Virginia Tech is on the bubble, and I think Duke and Duke is definitely in, then UNC maybe by name, but I don't think so. I think it's Wake Forest, Duke, Wake Forest, Virginia Tech, and and somebody else, but not good. Do you think this is like remnants of COVID being just kind of messing everything? I mean, are we still getting aligned, or are we just this is how it is now? It's harder to recruit because of um, paying play or not paying pay- players, but sponsorships. It's harder everywhere. The ACC program is no longer going to be dominant because of all these new factors. I think the ACC has just lost its luster a little bit. I mean, you can't deny that the ACC, ACC has its deep history in college basketball. You're seeing, I mean, you're seeing the the greats retire, right? So Coach right. K is retiring after his stupid parade year that he's going around the country and everyone's giving him tribute videos for. <laughs> um, Roy Did Williams, you see? Roy, Roy Williams has retired at UNC. There's always going to be a little bit of gap in between retirement of iconic Hall of Fame coach. And then it's next generation of players. The ACC is not done. It is on a hiatus. Virginia's in transition. I would call them one of the premier teams in the ACC due to their recent success, due to Tony Bennett's consistent success over the years. They've hit can, the transfer portal. Portal. They could, you, you you can go ahead and say ask if consistent 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 success over Tony Bennett's era. Yeah. Tony Bennett is the two-time AP Coach of the Year, four-time ACC Coach of the Year, holds the record for career-winning percentage at Virginia and Washington State. He has one of three coaches in history, Dean Smith and Coach K, to lead his program to 10 consecutive winning ACC records. So, and one national championship, one ACC title, and five or so regular season ACC titles. That is success for Virginia basketball. That is... You with coach with coach K with coach K and Roy Williams in between Williams. two first round losses in the tournament that cannot be considered consistent. We're talking flags, flags fly forever, Adele. <laughs> we have for stricketh stricketh from the record. Fair enough. Those two early outs, you get enough. You go. I mean, Duke had an early out against a 15 seed. Do people? Yeah, yeah. So that just gets stricketh from the record. Right. Okay. Fine. All I have to say. What do you say, want, Pete? Sweaty Pete Gillen again? <laughs> no, thank you. Um, but I want him to teach his players how to shoot the ball, or I would like him to recruit players that can shoot the ball. See, <laughs> pretty. How much can a fan how ask for? How much can I ask for here? Well, he did have three NBA players on his team that year. Kyle Guy can shoot. Have you seen him in the media, in the Heat media recently? Jimmy Butler's all over Kyle Guy. Loves Kyle Guy. Ty Jerome plays on the worst team in the league. And DeAndre Hunter plays on a pretty bad team, but also a very key part of the Hawks' success. I cannot say that I've seen Kyle Guy in the Heat media these days. I thought, is he still in the NBA? Yeah, well, he signed a 10-day contract for um, a hardship clause that the NBA has because of COVID. And he came up and he played three games. And I think he had three three-pointers in each game or averaged that. And the way he played defense and turned over the ball, Jimmy Butler was like, I love this guy. This guy is a dog, and he goes in there and fights. Do I love Tony Bennett? Yes. Do I love UVA basketball? Yes. Do I think that recruiting needs to find some other system? Of, it, it, well, you should see our – you should dive deeper because next year's recruits, just like the year before that and the year before that, are going to be studs. 
Do you remember when we thought Cody Statman was going to get, but he stinks. <laughs> quit talking, yes. me, quit talking yes. me out of my hopeful ignorance over here, Adele. No, no, I'm not. I'm not I'm just, getting on you know. your pessimistic, you and Adam Harm, <laughs> just trashing Tony B when he's the most handsome man in college basketball. No, I don't even know what these no highlighted notes mean that. you handed me. I know. Right? I'm all fired up. <laughs> All right, college basketball, we have some, some time remaining. Do we want to talk anything more about the Olympics? Besides, we don't like the Russians. Well, that's established. But uh, speaking of college basketball, did you see where Duke hired, extended a contract to the old Harvard coach? And Coach K was like, no, I would rather um, keep whoever this young guy is, at the 34-year-old mm-hmm. uh, assistant coach, so I can run the program from afar. Those were his words. Those are his words. He said, I, I can... want to be in control of the program from afar. So shocking egomaniac Coach K refused to let Duke hire Tommy, what is it, Amaker? Amaker, I don't know how to pronounce his name. He still dyes his hair. The man's 80 years old. I know. So what did, what did you expect? Right. Look at his little rat face and tell me. Also, can we can we just burn down Cameron Indoor Stadium and create, a, create something else? I'm so tired of looking at it. They're like, in these iconic... High school gymnasium bleachers right. where all the nerds pack in and shake their hands and hand out flyers on how to cheer. Do you think it's the end of ACC as a dominant basketball force? Do you think it's a transi- transition into Okay, that's a better another question. League. That's a better question. Another and I think era of the league. I think we're gonna I think the ACC is probably gonna be down for let's call it four to five years where they have because usually you're talking about six or seven teams getting the tournament. Transition period, I think there's going to be a vacuum. For whatever reason, Florida State is down. I don't understand that. But there are programs out there that are hitting a lull, right as Coach K and UNC are hitting a lull as well. When when Duke and Carolina are good, it's the tide. It raises all boats. And so when you have that national recognition or those nationally recognized brands and they're on TV and they're good and some teams are able to sneak in and, and beat them, like a Miami's doing much better they were top of the ACC, and they were unranked for a good bit of this year. I mean, they they just had. Do you think they just had a hot year? It's kind of I think it, it goes in waves. I mean, Georgia Tech made their way to the tournament and made a decent run at it. I can't remember if it's between the ACC tournament and the uh, March Madness what their record was, but there were some names, household names, being established among ACC teams, and just all kind of fallen off this year. Don't. It's we're not the ACC's not done, right? But do you think that the ACC has the pull power to recruit college basketball players the same way the SEC, regardless of the coach, has a way of pulling in football players? It's like the ACC is losing some of their biggest coaches. So it's like, do you think these are the coaches that are recruiting them, or do you think it's the power of the ACC? The same in parallel to I get what you're saying. Who cares who the coaches of random Tennessee or Arkansas or whoever? You're still playing for the SEC in college football. Do you think the ACC has that same power in college basketball, or it's just because of Coach K and Roy Williams and the I think, ACC greats? I think it's it's. I think you're right. I think the AC. It's a mixture. I think there is a bit of ACC lore that's still out there that people want to play in the ACC. But people want to play with Michael Jordan on their chest at UNC. That baby blue is electric. As much as I hate it, people wanted to get dressed in baby blue. And people want to play in Cameron Indoor. I mean, Duke is popular and cool for some reason, and it drives me nuts. Insane. I mean, they just had Zion Williamson three years ago. Right. Can you think of a cooler recruit than Zion Williamson? Um, so it's it's there. 
it's just down. And it, and you're right. It is the coaches that that kids want to play for, and less of the ACC lore when you're comparing it and uh, to like SEC football. Some kid from Nebraska is gonna not is not going to go to Nebraska if he's offered a scholarship at Arkansas to play football. He's like, I'd rather play Arkansas. I'd rather play against the best. Right now, the SEC and the Big Twelve are the two best conferences, but you still have. Like I keep saying Duke and UNC, but I mean the Big Ten, you still have Michigan State, you still have Purdue. Yeah. You still have I mean they're ranked. That's so that's a bad example. But the Big Twelve, Kansas, uh, Texas, um, Oklahoma's flirting around there, but I forget I forget if they're any good. So you have some of these big names programs. I mean, Arizona was off the map for five years, and I just looked at this list and I was like, Arizona's number three. I don't even know what they're doing. They wanna Yeah, but uh, Arizona's been in the mix. The Pac-12 had one team make it to the March Madness in 2019. That was Arizona because they won the Pac-12 because they got the automatic bid. So and now the Pac-12, I'm I'm just glancing at this, and not only do I see I see UCLA who's been ranked number one or number two this year, Arizona's top five, um, Wyoming 22. What's up, guys? <laughs> What's up? What's up, Wyoming? What are you doing uh, down there, yeah, Laramie? Right? Yeah, okay. So we, we've gone on a little too much about college basketball that we don't quite have all the information right. for. Long but story I do... short about this is that every it, this has been a crazy year. Toss-ups from what I was like researching a little bit today as I was trying to dive into college basketball is that it's been a crazy year. It's not predictable, and things are about to get exciting when it comes down here at the end of the season. So maybe we'll end, end this show in the sports sec part of our show on this, start paying attention to college basketball. Bridge the gap. <laughs> yeah. Bridge we're the gap. In. We're back in. Because pitchers and catchers report soon. No. Uh, so <laughs> yes. we're, I forget what's after college basketball. We got the NBA playoffs. And then we'll make it through the summer, guys. That's before, right. before you know it, you're going to see some sprinklers turn on in slow motion over grassy, warm fields and wherever they're doing hard knocks like this year. Cut grass and Jim Nance's voice is going to be luring us to an afternoon Sunday nap. We're talking Masters. Yeah, so there's that There's that as well. I can't believe I, And then there's the Kentucky Derby because I've watched that once in the last decade or so. Yeah. Isn't Secretariat in the lead this year? Probably. <laughs> if, I, if I know my horses. If I know my Kentucky thoroughbreds. Uh, and now let me let me transition here. And it won't be smooth because there is no smooth way to transition to tragedy, but I would feel like I would have missed an opportunity to acknowledge Radcliffe Spencer. Rad was a friend. He was an accomplished mountaineer and a hell of a nice guy. Big mountain skiing is challenging and it's rewarding in just an indescribable way. I admired Rad's approach to the mountains, and I admired the way he moved around them. Tragedy is hard. Grief is hard. Hug your friends. Tell them that you love them. There is a Gmail account set up by his friends who are gathering stories about Rad. If you have one, please share. The handle is aradstory at gmail.com. That is A-R-A-D-S-T-O-R-Y. Aradstory at gmail.com. Stay safe out there. That's it. And that is all.
Subway train. Don't forget the poor. 